Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously, on Heroes Not Included. And then we found the tiefling, and she was just like, yeah, I did it, and you'll never catch me, and then disappeared. So she told us that Asmodean wants the shard, and it's rumored that the shard is within the catacombs of that temple. So he gave her a spell throw for this mm-hmm. curse, Bounds of Hell, which then takes the whole thing and binds it to hell. It's now going to be corrupted, and then he can get into it and take what he needs whenever he wants. And then she's like, you'll never catch me, and disappears. <laughs> and yeah, I was right. We thought we were going to have to fight, and then we didn't. We just had to pass that black cloud of death-eating soul, and he was pretty pissed off, and I think oh, I changed we banished him. Yeah, you ban- yeah, you, you, you rolled to banish him for a yeah. minute. I, I was about ready to plane shift us randomly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's true. We, we grabbed some of that razor wire, a razor vine, and just like held it out and ran. Oh, we rode my horse. Rode it until you got to the gate, and then you piled through the gate and landed back in the Hall of Records. <laughs> and then we went and talked to... Zerika? So we kind of ran like, out good of luck! <laughs> so then we walked outside, and I was like, hold up, let, let's just go talk to Timora. Heroes not included. All right, so you're standing out on the street, and Erok, you have just suggested that, hey, this is Timora's temple, so why don't we go talk to Timora? I walk right back into the tavern mm-hmm. and see Zara Cook. Okay. And go over to him, and I'm like, hey, buddy. Uh, hello. I don't really want to go to hell right now. Not a, not a cool space. Plus. People will start smelling me again, and I really hate that. But what I do want to do is I want to go talk to Timora. So, so how do I get to go talk to Timora? <laughs> well, that is a journey in and of itself. Uh, let's see. Timora. So Timora's realm is called the Great Wheel, and it's within the Gates of the Moon. And the Gates of the Moon is on... I instinctively look up, <laughs> and then... Wonder about the moon. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean, the moon? (laughs) The Gates of the Moon uh, is Saloon's realm on Asgard. That's a bit of a journey. You'll have to find it by going to Asgard first. Hmm. Okay. I guess that's what we do then. I think... I could be wrong. It has been some time, but I believe the head of the Fated faction has a portal that he uses to travel near the Grove of the Norns in the Outlands. And from there, he travels on to the Asgard. Hmm. The Fated. Okay. We'll go. Who, who are those guys? I don't remember them. The Fated? Yeah. Zarekuk? Where are the Fated located, Zarekuk? Oh, well, you were just there. There's the Hall of Records. Uh, oh, again? Yeah. Well, this is all that's looking up. 
Yeah, they're uh, Factal. Rowan Darkwood, I think. At least he might still be the Factal. If he is, I know he uses a private portal that takes him to the Grove of the Norns, and then from there he takes a portal that takes him directly to their headquarters in Yasgard, which is called, coincidentally enough, Rowan's Hall. Hmm. Fit in. Uh, so chances are he's not going to let us use this portal, right? Personal portal? Sounds kind of, you know, personal. Well, I, I couldn't say, but, yeah, you know, the faded. Only the strong deserve the good. My head kind of rolls over to Baron. Yes. Seems like this is your fight now, buddy. <laughs> I am. Yes. Let, let's go, uh, let's go see how strong they think you are. Yes. Wink, wink. I'm very strong. <laughs> Any of you are welcome to make a intelligence arcana check to see what you remember of the faded. 20. Wow. 16. Nice. B-Rock. Nice work. Sometimes called the takers or the heartless, they believe that those with power and ability have the right to own what they control and to take what they can from those who are unable to keep it. They believe it is their right to exploit any situation to their advantage, regardless of how it affects anyone else. Their might makes right. Thus, they serve as the tax collectors of the sigil. So, super lawful evil? Yes, kind of. Okay. (laughs) Evil? Well, evil and good on the planes is all a bit muddled, isn't it? So they're oppressive? Not selfless. Essentially, think... Well, they're tax collectors. Yeah. I mean, that kind of sums up their position. Darwinian totalitarians. Uh Mm Uh-huh. They're in rant. Yeah, their might makes right. Not might makes right, I don't but like their them. might. Hmm? I look at Zerika, can I go, any suggestions on how we can talk to this Roman guy? Well, are any of you faded? No. Oh, well, that's, you know, that'd be the first step. And then I imagine you'd probably have to work your way up. I doubt he really does much with any namers. I think about Aspen for a bit, and I look over at Yurok for a bit, I look at myself a bit. I don't feel like we're faded material. I'm not. I mean, I'm faded, but not faded for that. Guess I have to take this one for the team then. <laughs> Very uh, well. What? <laughs> that wasn't what I was suggesting at no. all. No. Well, how are we gonna get to the? Is our only solution for one of us to infiltrate the faded? Well, we could go storm into it or something. I guess. Maybe we or... could just go talk to yeah, them and chat. just like you we know, might, might hey, do. You... Do you have visitor's badges? <laughs> well, you could always just hike across the Outlands till you get to the Grove of the Norns. And then now, how big could the Outlands yourself. be? <laughs> I don't, I'm not really feeling like a road trip. Well, let's try him first. Let's okay. try Rowan first. I guess worst case, we uh, go for a hike. We could ask the, uh, the, um, oh, the girl that comes from the coin. The tout. The tout. Yeah, the tout. Thank you. We can ask the tout if she knows anything about this Rowan guy. Maybe he's got, like, a favorite whiskey or something. Let's offer her a drink. Uh, so I pull out the coin, and I kind of flip it. Give it a flip and a rub. Mm-hmm. Kara comes walking through the door. She goes, oh, my favorite primes. I wave. Well, I have to first congratulate you. Uh, based on everything I have heard, it is a miracle that you're alive. So congratulations on that. Second... Now, what's this I hear about a brush with the lady's shadow? We, we don't need we to don't, talk about that. That's not what we're talking about today. Yeah. Oh, oh, well, you know, I mean, it's not every day that people are responsible for bringing, you know, Baetorian assassins into Sigil. 
Or maybe it is. <laughs> the assassins are responsible for themselves, thank you very much. We did nothing to bring them anywhere. In Not proven. Not proven. We didn't start it, <laughs> but we finished it. <laughs> no, sir. Keep it down. Well, anyway, it is a good to see that you are all still not in the dead book. Although, I am losing money day by day. <laughs> what I can I do for we you? I friends. <laughs> well, just because we're friends doesn't mean someone can't make a little money. <laughs> we are trying to get to Timora. Oh. Looking to press your luck at the Great Wheel, huh? There's quite a few gambling casinos there. Lots of games of chance. Well, I mean, that'd be great and all, but we're actually... Remember what we told you before about that temple that we're looking for? That temple that we're looking for is actually hers. So we thought maybe we'd go ask her if she, you know, could help us in the retrieval of said temple. Since, you know, it's hers, so... Well, I have never met the power that is Timor. But I have been told that she's fickle in her affection. I have zero doubt. But we heard that our only way to get there is through the personal portal of uh, Rowan Dead Deadwood. What's his name? Rowan of the Fated. Rowan of the Fated. Uh, Rowan Darkwood. And there's lots of ways to get to Asgard. You really? can travel across the Outlands to the Grove of the Norns. There's a portal there. You can uh, also, you can just travel across the Outlands and, until you get to the uh, city on the edge of the plain. Yeah, but that's like a lot of time, right? Is there a fast way to do such a thing? We're, we're kind of on a schedule <clears throat> here. Oh, well, <laughs> I can't speak to the schedule. But I can tell you that there's lots of ways to get to Asgard. As for getting to the lady, I'm told that the only way to get to the Great Wheel is with Saloon's blessing, since it's in her realm. But yeah, you can always just go to Glorium, and then from Glorium you can make the journey across. Where's Glorium? At the edge of the Outlands. It's the gate town for Yasgard. Is there a portal there to get there? Oh, as all the gate towns have portals. Oh, yeah, I remember how gate towns work. Yeah, the last place we were was a gate town. (laughs) Plaguemort. Plaguemort. Yeah. Yeah, it was. They're rebuilding. Uh (laughs) It's a rebuilding year, but I hear it's going well. Yeah, we, it just it just happened. I wouldn't bet on it. Well, <laughs> I did hear that it's a little all over the place. <laughs> Having a hard time prioritizing. Uh, well, yeah, let's go to the gate town. I don't really want to join the Faded. I like the Chaosmen. Yeah, I'm I'm not interested in joining the Faded either. They sound kind of fascist, and I'm not I'm not into that. So, do you know the portal to get to this gate town? Oh, to Glorium. Uh-huh. I think there's one in the Hall of Records. I also think that there... You know, now that I think about it, there is a tavern in the Ladies' Ward, and it's called the Two Axes. And I've always thought that there was a portal there. Well, that sounds like you don't know what the key would be, though. Well, I've never had any need to go. I mean, yeah, I kind of like my what, life. What, do we just, like, stroll up and ask? I go observe, maybe. I go. I, I bump Zarekuk. Huh? I'm like, hey, you hear this? Kind of, kind of like, <laughs> what? What? You see, you know, he'd kind of fallen asleep with a beer in his hand. <laughs> We're going. What? 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 Uh, that some gate town? To Glor- Glorium? Glorium? Oh, Glorium! You want to go to Glorium? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because then we could just go on to Yeesgard or wherever. 
Well, yeah, you could go that way. It's a bit of a long way to go, but... Uh, what, do you, what do you... A long way? Like how Longer long? than walking through the outlands? Well, no, I mean, <laughs> once you get to Asgard, you got to travel across the plain, practically, and that's why I thought you might want to go to <clears throat> Rowan's Hall, because it's closer oh. to the Gates of the Moon. But, um... Oh. Let's see, Glorium. Glorium. Okay. Yeah, there's, uh... There's a portal in a place called, uh... The Three axes, the four axes, you see cargo, the two axes. Right, right, yeah, the two axes. Although, I'll warn you, that's kind of a rowdy, rowdy place to get a drink. Do you know what the key is? Because if we know what the key is, we can just, uh, hi, bye. I believe that the key is a rune. And, uh, I'm not entirely sure which one off the top of my head. You got, like, a book somewhere? Well, I'd have to noodle on it. Um, let's see. And you see he kind of takes a big swig. I order him another one. <laughs> and he says, Well, I think it's the rune hail. No, no. Chalice. It's the rune chalice. That's what it is. Ah, it's got to be the rune chalice. I look at Iraq for confirmation that he knows what those words mean in that combination. <laughs> Are those things? Possibly. 18 Arcana, I guess, because it's in right? Yep, Arcana. Yep. Uh, chalice is a, a word given to um, two interchangeable runes in the uh, Asgardian magic practice. So where would it, do I just draw the rune, or do I have to go purchase it or retrieve it? And well, I'd be surprised if you could purchase it, but you know, you could probably find one at the tavern. Or, if I was a betting man, mm -hmm. I would probably bet somebody to a drinking contest. Because all those blokes love contests. I mean, that's all Asgard is, is one contest after another. One gigantic pissing contest. Of who's got the biggest balls? My eyes shift to Baron. This sounds amazing. <laughs> so, if you could prove your worth, they might even give you one. Hmm. Alright. Well, seems like we've got some more drinking. I wonder if they have a portal from one end of the plane to the other. Well, we could... Ass. Or one of those conveyor belts like they have at the airport. Mm, that would be nice. Speed up our walk. It's <laughs> true. When you walk on it, you walk twice as fast. I personally prefer those lifts that go across on the wires. Yeah. Yeah. The gondola? Ski lift? Mm -hmm. Any of gondola. the above. I'm sure we'll find something. Hanging movie. But I, I should warn you, if you go to Asgard, that Loki has a major influence upon the magical energies of that plane. Magic is, well, not strictly forbidden, but very difficult to practice. Mm. So who will be talk? Who will we be talking to in Asgard? We're, we're not. We're just trying to get to the other. Well, we got to get to the other end so we can talk to Saloon. But when we get to Asgard, we got like a next challenge, right? Like we got to convince someone to help us. When we get to Asgard, we have to get across the plane. Okay. To get to Saloon. Okay. So we right? got to find someone to help us. To get to, yeah. saloons, to get to Saloon's realm, the Gates of the Moon, <clears throat> and inside the Gates of the Moon, that realm is the Great Wheel. Yeah, the door to her realm is on the other end. Well, it's uh, just not close to where the gate spits you out at from Glory. It's not really a, an end, necessarily. Well, yeah, but it's like if you're going from Philly to Pittsburgh, you're going end to end. 
It's not all the ends, but... Seems like our best course, yeah? I, I guess. Okay. Good luck! Kari goes, yeah, good luck! Oh, and tell Regard next time... Regard? Next time, he owes me two. Hikara, the tout, you know this place pretty well. Do you know anyone who deals in large gemstones? Large gemstones? Maybe unusual gemstones? What do you need large gemstones? What are you trying to do? Well, I think when you visit impressive people, you try to take a gift. Oh. I'd go to the Great Bazaar. Oh, okay. I'm sure someone there sells gemstones of a variety of sizes. I mean, the thought is, if you need it, you can find it in Sigil. That's always the rule. Okay. Sometimes you have to do more finding than having. <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably here. I get up and walk out the door. I follow and I catch up to Yurok and I'm like, how are you doing on cash? Hmm. That's a great question. My cash is quite low, if I recall. Thanks to that rune. <laughs> that disgusting rune you have on your hammer. I know, I fixed it down. <laughs> and Sharpie drew a dwarven ring on the back. I hope it doesn't screw it up. <laughs> uh, I have 200 uh, sigil gold. Any other monies? I have a lot of material gold. 1,500. I but have you, a lot of gold. But... You will definitely not see me exchanging that mm. at the, the place of hell, which isn't the plane. Um, the hall of hell or hell records. <laughs> the hell of records? Hell of records. I will not go there. Okay. <laughs> okay, I would like to go to the Great Bazaar. Want to head there first before you head over to the two axes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. If you're enjoying this Heroes Not Included episode, you can follow us on Twitter at HNI underscore podcast for the latest news and show updates. Also, please consider becoming a patron. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Uh, as usual, the Great Bazaar is, in fact, all manner of shops abuzz with people moving to and fro, all manner of creatures buying and selling, you all speak, kinds of things. See, Aspen has picked up a kebab at some point. Buying and selling. <laughs> a lot of street food, a lot of street vendors. It is meat. Every yeah. so often you see him in a hat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, rubbernecking around looking for something that indicates a gems dealer. Okay. Kind of like the uh, bazaar in Istanbul, Different streets or sections of the Great Bazaar kind of focus on a specific kind of thing. So, you know, some streets you see a lot of armor and weapon shops. Other streets you see, you know, people selling furnishings or jewelry or, you know, yeah. Yeah, you know <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, and it does take a few hours of wandering around until you, you find a part of the bazaar that seems to be lots and lots of jewelry and sort of gemstone kind of stores. Hey, that looks like a good place to buy stuff. Yeah, yeah, I head over that way, and I just start looking through their wares. Okay. What I'm on the look for 
is a particularly large moonstone. Possibly one foot on one edge. Mm, a moonstone. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just love the idea that Baron's idea is like the first thing that you think of for Goddess of the Moon is like a moonstone. A field spar. <laughs> to the field spar family. <laughs> I also was going to look for tourmalinated quartz. Because I think that hippies think that that is totally a luck type thing. Hmm. Well, it keeps your energy clear. I'm told. It keeps clear. <laughs> open for luck. You know, and the, the quartz is good mm-hmm. for that. One of the things you also notice about the Great Bazaar is that as you walk down these sort of streets between all these shops, that all of the shopkeepers are constantly trying to get Walker buys attention. Mm-hmm. You know, look at my wares. Look at my yep. wares. And what I'm kind of looking for is someone who's into like the uncut mm. materials. Okay. Raw. Mm-hmm. All natural. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you do find a, a couple individuals who seem to be selling uh, gemstones that have not been touched by a jeweler's hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you slow down to kind of look, they both kind of begin harassing you. Oh, get away from his! No, you gotta look at mine! No, don't listen to him! He only sells crap! Come look at mine! So I walk up to the first guy and say, Look at our moonstone, about yay big. Oh, I got one of those! The guy the guy next to him <laughs> says, and he says, You do not! You've never carried moonstone! I have moonstone! Gentlemen, show me show me what you've got. <laughs> so they uh, begin scrambling back in the shops. And you have, to, you, know, you have to keep in mind, too, these shops are not, you know, like... You would think of like a, a store that hangs a shingle out, right? These are grand yeah. sort of. They're looking stalls. through buckets and, and clay pots. Yeah, you know, this is kind of you know if you go to uh, <laughs> if you go to the open market down in Portland or you know or mm-hmm. you know you go down to Pike, these are really just grand stalls, mm-hmm. right? And they're you know kind of rustling around, and the first guy shows up, and he shows up with one that is about seven inches tall, mm-hmm. and about looks to be about mm, four or five inches wide. Same. And the other guy, the one that you first stopped at, pops up from underneath a, a blanket and goes, Aha! There! And he kind of slams down this moonstone uh, next to the other guys. And it's about eight inches tall and about six inches around. So it's technically bigger, but the two next to each other, they look pretty similar. Mm. I look to see that, that these two are, are checking out other wares, and of course I pull out my... Little bifocals. Okay. Push them on. And I get real close on those. Okay. And using the knowledge of a clan crafter and dwarven intuition, I'm looking for the finest quality. Well, the bigger one, colorations, you see some variations that hint at impurity. And you notice that there's quite a few hairline fractures. Mm, Those are hard to work around. At the center of it. Okay. The smaller one has better coloration. And uh, not as many faults and blemishes in it. So I was hoping for something a bit bigger, but this is a nicer piece. What do you want for this? The second guy, who's one that you said was the nicer piece, he looks at the other guy, sticks his tongue out, and says, Bah! And uh, he says, uh, Go ahead and hang on to it here. Let's have some tea. And he beckons you into his into this huge stall where all, there's all this stonework and stuff all pulling around. And he has kind of this teapot sitting in the corner. Mm-hmm pours you a cup of tea, and he pours himself a cup of tea, and he starts drinking the tea, and he says, So, who are you getting the Moonstone for? It's a project I was thinking of working on. Oh, what are you going to make? I used to I used to make stuff in stone. I'm holding it up and looking it over while he's talking mm-hmm. to me and looking at it. It's like, I'm thinking maybe a statuette. 
Oh. A statuette you plan on selling for good money? Potentially, or just a good gift. Good graces. Good oh. neighbors. Well, you know, what do you, about what you think would that kind of thing be worth? You seem to know your stone pretty well. Say, uh, raw, uncut, but good quality. I'm just tapping on it. <laughs> now I lick it. <laughs> okay. I'd say easily, easily 150 gold. Oh, really? 150 gold, huh? Well, I, you know, I can tell that you know your stone uh, really well. And, uh, and I don't want to lie to you. But um, normally, I, I, I would totally sell it to you for that. But uh, the guy who owns this shop has been uh, riding my case to make sales. Uh-huh. And uh, I have a quota i got to meet today. I haven't sold a rock yet. This asshole next to me has been getting all the business. So, you know, would you be willing to uh, help me out? Say, uh, we can sweeten the deal. Uh, do you have any... And I start describing this particular kind of quartz. Okay. That's got tourmaline bars running through it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's rich patterns. If you had anything along those lines, then we could talk about a bigger overall purchase. Let me take a look. Let me take a look. But if I don't, uh, how, how would you feel about, you know, helping me out? I, uh, you know, my family would greatly appreciate it. I, I'm the only one who's able to bring in any income with all these laws around work here at Sigil. I'm about a thousand down on my commission. I stare him up and down. Okay. Give him a good look. Insight check? For a 22 insight check. Just kind of giving him that Dorvin stare. Hmm. Mm. You don't get the sense that he's lying to you outright. You get the sense that he might be padding the, the story a little. Yeah. But there's definitely truth there. And I say anything like, what about this other stone I've asked for? He says, oh, I'm, I'm trying to find it right now. He's rummaging around through various baskets and barrels <clears throat> and boxes. And he pulls out a couple. Each one is about three or four inches in size. I'm afraid this is all I got. It's not people don't ask for it very often. I say if you throw in those, I'll up it to two hundred and fifty. Are you sure you couldn't do like eight hundred? Oh yeah, positive actually. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> Give me a persuasion check for your, the next number you throw at. You could also try and convince him to take non sigil money. Uh, even non sigil money, I don't have that much. I got two hundred and eighty sigil gold and I've got three hundred gold. Ooh, it's pretty good though. Twenty five? Okay, so how do you respond to the uh, 800? I look I uh, look down at the quality of those other stones you gave me. The other it. two are they're they're really good quality. I mean, I mean they're super clear. They're good quality. They just they're small. It's all a message I'm sending. I can go 280 and I can give you another Wait, how much of that gold did you have that was sigilized? Uh 200. I'll go 400. Ah. Oh. That is very generous. That, thank you so much. Uh, he says, uh, do you want these in uh, a box, or you want them in a bag or anything? Nope, I just chuck them into my bag of holding. <laughs> okay. Thank you. This, this is going to make a huge difference. He's not going to believe I sold that, too. I mean, I can't tell you how long we've, been, we've had that sitting around. It's an acquired taste, I think. All right, so you grab your stones, and you guys are going to start <laughs> making your way out of the bazaar? Indeed. <laughs> Aspen, give me a perception check. Uh, 24. 20. 24? Mm-hmm. Is your perception check? Uh, 20. Yes. So you still have been 20. Okay. Aspen, as you guys are walking away, you're walking behind the dwarves, and you notice over your shoulder, 
that the guy reaches under the counter and puts out another stone identical <laughs> to the one that he just sold Baron. So much for an inside check. You might want to tap on that a couple times. Oh. Yeah, I, I investigated I mean, I guess I was investigating it pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it is what you saw. It's the real deal, right? It's the real deal. Hmm. And you'd say it's identical to the other one? To Aspen's eye, it looks identical. But he didn't lie to you about how many he had. Yeah. You did the inside check on whether or not, you know, he was short on his commission and his family was, you know... It's fine. I got what I needed. Dark straights. Yeah, I mean, good on him for having more rocks, right? If you're yeah. a rock seller. It's like to run out. <laughs> yeah. His gods will judge him. The next uh, review we have comes from Stumblematic, and it's titled Great Listen. Five stars. Just finished listening from the beginning. Great job all the way around. Looking forward to the new season. Trying to wait patiently. Wow, from the beginning, that is a lot of episodes. I think we are... We're in the mid-60s. We are in the mid-60s in terms of total episodes, so that's a huge back catalog. It's a full-time job. That is some dedication. Stumpomatic, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you've enjoyed the whole thing and that you are along for the ride. Hopefully you, too, are enjoying uh, Season 4 as much as you have enjoyed uh, the rest of the show. Uh, We're having a lot of fun doing it, and it's a good time, had by all. Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. You can find all our episodes on Podbean and on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. Also, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally, our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, Amy Trout, and Matt Mitten, along with all our awesome patrons. To become a patron and gain access to our special patron-only podcast, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. Until next time, be the hero.